Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome everybody to another episode of Dr. Matt and Dr. Mike's A to Z of the human body. I'm your host, Dr. Mike Todorovic, joined by my co-host, Dr. Matt Barton. How are you, Matty? Good morning. Good morning, yes. Uh, it is 20 past nine in the AM in Queensland, Australia, and we are doing uh, an A to Z episode this time on some very strange terms, Matt, called agglutins and agglutination. Have you heard those words before? Uh, no. Oh, yes. Well, I hope so. So let's first go through the etymology. This is the basis of these words. And the Latin term glutinare. Gluten intolerance. Well, okay. You can keep to that because it's got the same etymology. What does glutinare or Glutinaire mean? Um, something from wheat. No, it means glue. Oh, okay. It means to stick together. So glutinare, glue, and the uh, prefix ad, which we've spoken about in many A to Zs before, meaning- Absence. No, on. Oh, on. Right, ad means on, like addition. <laughs> okay. Uh, so if you merge those two things together, it- ultimately evolved into a glutens or a glutination, the process of sticking things together. And that's what a glutination is. It's the process of sticking things together. And a glutens are the things that stick things together. Now, biologically, medically, what we're referring to here is antibodies. Uh-huh. And the job that antibodies can play in clumping things together, which are generally particles, cells, or microorganisms that they sort of squish together. Right. So for the antibodies, they are for a immune re- reaction or response. Yeah. So B cells within the body, we know we've got uh, an innate immune system, which is our first line of defense. This is like the uh, the walls, the doors, the windows of the house. But we've got an adaptive immune system, which is sort of like the uh, trained arm um, responses. You have this in your house? I've got security guards, yeah, around <laughs> that always walk the perimeter. Uh, wow. Have, yeah, look, there's a lot of people after me. I've made a lot of enemies in my life. Uh, and that's probably unsurprising to most listeners 
considering the way I speak to you. That's true. So you've got the adaptive immune system and part of that are the T and B cells. And the B cells produce other cells called plasma cells that produce antibodies. And we have so many antibodies in the body that they, each antibody that we produce can identify a different, what we call... Antigen. Antigen, that's right. So these are flags that sort of sit on the surface of molecules. Our cells have antigens, but the thing is that our body recognises those antigens as being self or belonging to us. But if we have an invading pathogen, a microorganism, a bacteria or a virus in the body, they're going to wave these little antigen flags on their surface and our immune system recognises them as not belonging to us. And this creates a place or site for antibodies to bind to. Now, if one of these pathogens has multiple antigens on their surface, we can have multiple antibodies binding to them and this makes them sticky and it can bind not just multiple antibodies, but those antibodies can bind to multiple pathogens. Okay. And so you get this clumping together of microorganisms or particles and it can become visible to the human eye and this is what we call the agglutination. The is this what we together. do in... Sometimes we do this in a prac class where we do red blood cells. So yep. that's perfect. Yeah, that leads to the next point because probably the most common um, type of agglutination that we're aware of is the agglutination of red blood cells when we do things like... Um, so the testing of type of uh, any... Uh, not red blood cell types. Yes, testing for blood typing, basically. And so the way that this works is that you've got different types of blood types. You've got A, B, AB and O. And then you've also got what's called a rhesus factor, which is another antigen in addition to that. So if you have rhesus factor, then you're positive. If you don't, you're negative. Mm. So you can be A positive, A negative, B positive, B negative, AB positive, AB negative, O positive and O negative. And they're the different um, blood types that we have. And they're all determined by the presence or absence of antigens on the surfaces of red blood cells. And so what we can do to determine somebody's blood type is I could take your blood out of your body, put it in a Petri dish, and I can expose it to other bloods with various antibodies inside of them. And so, for example, if your blood type is B... I'm, just, B. I'm B. Okay, that was a good guess. B for Barton. All right. If your blood type is B and I put it in a Petri dish and I expose it to antibodies uh, of another blood type, well, it's going to clump together, right? Because if you're... There's a reaction. ...of a, a B blood type, you're going to create antibodies against other things, right? You're not going to create antibodies against yourself. So if you put your blood in a Petri dish and it's B and I expose it to B antibodies, which somebody else could make and somebody with a blood type A or O, then those B antibodies will bind to your blood type and it will coagulate and agglutinate. And I can go, oh, your blood type. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. B. But if I exposed you to antibody A then there's going to be no agglutination because it doesn't recognize B. They're only mm-hmm. anti-A yeah, antibodies. Yeah, Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah. So, yes, that's one way that we tend to do it. Um, Is that where it was first discovered? Yes, that's right. So the first time this process was seen was in the context of donating blood and understanding different types of blood. Yeah, probably more so in transfusions as opposed to... Um, uh, using a petri dish with specific antibodies, but mixing different blood types, yeah, together, uh, and and identifying, oh, a blood type B and a blood type A, or for example, they didn't know that back then. They would have gone, oh, that blood type and that blood type form clumps. They must not be compatible. But maybe two other people, you could put their blood together, and it doesn't clump. You go, oh, that's a compatible blood type. So it has to do. Now the question is, why would antibodies want to do this to particles? It's simply because it makes them more recognisable by to other aspects of the immune system, like macrophages and neutrophils. These are the big eaters. These are the things that come in that gobble up the things that shouldn't be there to get rid of them, recycle them, and remove them. And that's why agglutination is beneficial intrinsically or endogenously, I should probably say, within the body. But the thing is that there's two major types of agglutins, so these are the antibodies that agglutinate, and that's IgG and IgM. Okay. So if we have a think about it, if we talk about... So there's only two that do this process. Well, they're the major two. There's going to be different types, but these are the major antibodies that we know agglutinate, particularly in the context of red blood cells uh, and when it comes to blood typing, but also when it comes to other diseases or disorders of the body associated with agglutination. So let me give you an example. If you have an infection... In the early stages, IgM is usually one of the earlier antibodies to be released. In the later stages, IgG is released. In addition to that, IgM antibodies... Do they know why? Uh, I think it... No, well, I don't know why. I'm sure they, they being immunologists do, but I don't. Um, IgM antibodies, they're commonly associated with blood typing for anti-A and anti-B antibodies. It's weird because we're using an M here Mm. and we're talking about blood typing with A or B. So what I'm saying is that your blood type B, right? Mm. I, in order to, um, so if your blood type B, I need an anti-B antibody that will bind Mm -hmm. to your blood type. This is usually mediated by IgM antibodies. So it's an anti-B IgM antibody that will bind to your blood type. Me being in blood type A, I'll need an anti-A IgM antibody. Now, if I want to bind to your rhesus factor, I need an IgG antibody. So I need an anti-rhesus factor IgG antibody. So these are the agglutins, these IgM and IgG antibodies. Interestingly, they tend to agglutinate at different temperatures. So IgM is known as a cold agglutin. Okay. And it agglutinates at temperatures below 
22 degrees Celsius, and IgG is known as a warmer gluten, and it glutinates best at warm temperatures, which is body temperature, 37 degrees Celsius. And there are some diseases, hypersensitivity, hypersensitivity disorders that do have cold versus hot responses, right? Yes. So if we talk about it in the context of agglutination and we talk about diseases or disorders, um, hemagglutination is a common one. Now, we've spoken about hemagglutination occurring when we're talking about blood transfusions and blood typing, uh, often in the lab or, you know, as a clinical diagnostic or, uh, uh, or test. But here I'm talking about an autoimmune disease. So where your body makes antibodies, these IgM, IgG antibodies that tend to target your own red blood cells. Yeah, so that would be a form of anemia. Yes, so this would result in hemolytic anemia. Yes, so red blood cell tearing apart anemia, hemolytic anemia. So in some cases, if the temperature is warm, it would induce this response versus in other cases, if it's very cold. Yeah, so if if it's heat-induced, it's probably an IgG-mediated, and if it's cold-induced, it's probably an IgM-mediated autoimmune disorder, right? Yeah. And so that that's important. Um, now, if you had this disease or disorder, this hemagglutination, it's tearing apart your red blood cells. So like you said, you now have anemia. It's just called a hemolytic cause because mm-hmm. they've been destroyed. And obviously the symptoms of this are going to be, well, typical of if you didn't have enough red blood cells. So fatigue and jaundice and other anemia-associated anemia symptoms. Make sense? It does. Uh, I think that's all I've got for glutens and agglutination. Brilliant. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 